my name is Iman, and welcome to this episode of Pre-Dental Talk, presented by Crack DAT. And in this episode, we're going to talk about factors in picking a dental school. Now, decision day was last December 15th, this cycle. And this year, you're given 30 days. So typically on January 15th, if you had any acceptances on the first day, you have until then to pick a school. And I know certain people will receive um, acceptances later on in the month and the process really continues um, for the next couple of months all the way up until the first week of school and I've heard stories about people getting in like a month before a week before etc so I thought this podcast episode would be helpful for those of you who have multiple options to consider perhaps you didn't get into your first choice school and now you're weighing your other options of what choices you have or perhaps you just have multiple acceptances or you have certain acceptances that come in at one time and you're trying to rank the schools whatever the case may be i'm here to talk about my experience in picking a dental school to attend and we're also going to have an interview with lauren about what factors she chose in picking a dental school so in a second, I'm going to kick it to my interview with Lauren, my fellow pre-dental student who has committed to a school. Um, we have a conversation about what factors she's looking for in a dental school and other things in terms of um, picking dental schools in this process. But before I get to that interview, I would be remiss if I did not tell you guys that this episode has been sponsored by Dental Grams. Now, Dental Grams is a website where you can get some cool merch if you're interested in phone cases, mugs, socks, t-shirts, backpacks, towels. There's lots of different stuff you can get to show off your entry into this new profession. So I'll show you guys. I actually got this phone case right here. It's pretty cool. It's got a tooth winking and then a bunch of other little teeth in the background. It's a cool case, nice and lightweight, but protective. Um, and it brings a little bit of flavor. I've already got comments on it um, from my family here at home. They like it and I like it too. So if you're interested in a phone case or any of the other merch I've recommended, I would tell you guys to check out dentalgrams.com and use the code PODCAST to get 10% off your purchase. So if you use the code PODCAST, you get 10% off your phone case, your mug, your shirt, your socks, your backpack, whatever you want to get, 10% off, and you can show off your dental passion. Hi, Lauren. Thank you again for coming on to the podcast, and I really appreciate you being here. Thanks so much for having me. Awesome. So I just got a couple questions for you. Obviously, this last month, we've been uh, picking through a couple of acceptances we've been lucky to receive. And I just want to talk about and share the decision making process with people who are perhaps um, still have some options left in the table at this point, or in future years, they can start thinking about this as well. Um, so the first question I have is what were the three most important factors for you in picking a school at the start of this process? Right. So I think I really started putting together my list of schools a while ago. I think maybe it was a year ago where I really started looking through and I had this book from ADSAS that had a list of all the dental schools in the country. And I would just look through it and sort of get a sense of all the different programs that were out there. Um, and in doing that, I think is when I really started to think about the factors that were most important to me in deciding where to apply. So I think the first one, the, you know, first way that I was able to narrow down schools was based on location. 
So just looking at where I wanted to live, like where ideally I would want to live for the next four years. Um, for me personally, I'm more of a city person and I'm someone who likes to live in a city that's walkable or where I can access lots of things. So that was a big factor for me. Um, another factor for me was curriculum and class size. So ideally I wanted programs that were a little bit smaller and schools where I would get a good foundation, you know, of the science and the medicine behind dentistry, but also get good clinical skills. And then I think the third thing that really helped me narrow down my list was just the prerequisites at each school. Um, for example, for me, um, I didn't major in science in undergrad, I majored in psychology. So my schedule was a little bit packed and I wasn't able to take um, anatomy and physiology, for example. And some schools require anatomy and physiology. So those programs I eliminated from my list. So I wanted to look at, you know, schools where I'd be able to really fulfill all the prerequisites on time um, before applying. That's actually pretty smart of you to say, uh, because two of the schools I was heavily considering, both of them, I actually still have some courses I still have to take. Well, just one course. I have to take microbiology still. And me being in a gap year, I'm going to have to take that one online. And I know that costs them a certain amount of money and time. So um, right. definitely an asset to rule those out in the beginning. Um, but yeah, I mean, when you were talking about that book as well, looking at the the idea um, the schools and the list of schools and the different factors. And that's something I looked at too, like over a year ago. And it's kind of funny because I think over time, I was very into location at the beginning. Um, but then I'm starting to think about other things like, like cost and, right. um, you know, other certain factors, like you mentioned the curriculum itself. And I think just in general, doing the interviews and hearing from the professors, you learn different things about schools and different aspects that make different schools appealing um, so I know for me, uh, that list has slightly changed from when I was first researching things as a, as a uh, fourth year in university compared to now. And I was wondering for you, from the beginning up until when you made your decision, if, if those factors still rang true for you um, throughout that whole time, or if any of the factors gained or lost a little bit of weight there? Yeah, that's a good question. Um, for me, a lot of those factors still held true. You know, so I still was really looking for a location that I thought suited me still wanted the small class size and all of that. But I agree with you that cost definitely becomes a lot more important. I think once you have your acceptances in front of you and you're really thinking about the money that you're going to invest in your education, it really feels a lot more real. I know when I was applying, it was more of an abstract thing. Um, and I did eliminate some schools that I thought were too expensive to justify, but I didn't really think about those cost differences that much until I was deciding. So I would say costs did become more important as I was making that decision. And then I think also just going through the interview process and, you know, talking to students and talking to faculty, you kind of get a different sense of the programs that you might not get just by looking through a book or just by going on their website online. So I think having those, you know, experiences, talking to people at the different schools, I was able to get a better sense and sort of think about you know, where did I see myself fitting in the best? You know, what kind of feeling did I get on interview day? Um, what students did I connect with the most? Um, and this year was really hard to do that, obviously, because everything was virtual. So I think in future years, when you can go and visit the school, that is a lot easier. Um, but for me, I just tried to get the best sense that I could based on my virtual interviews, which was tough, but I still did get a sense of what each school was like. Yeah, definitely. I mean, I think Certainly in this year, like you mentioned, it's harder than most years when you can actually go to the city and experience the school, especially if it's your plan is schools that are farther away that are not necessarily a car drive away, but to fly. Um, so, I mean, for me, I think that certain schools 
with the virtual interviews, they did a very good job of introducing you to students and faculty that made you feel welcome. Whereas um, some other schools, you know, there were the Kira assessments, which right. weren't even um, like a Zoom interview is kind of like a pre-recorded thing. So, um, you know, for me personally, when I was making this decision, I know that I had to, I just went on Instagram and I DM'd a bunch of students. I went on LinkedIn. I tried to contact some people that way. Actually, that was much less successful. So <laughs> I give anybody some recommendations, I think. Uh, try to find some other lines of communication because I didn't get a lot of LinkedIn responses. But um, <laughs> overall, yeah, I've been I've been talking to different um, doctors in, in my town, in my area, to try to get a sense of what they think um, about certain schools. Um, so yeah, I just essentially talked to a lot of people um, as I've been making this decision, as well as I've been making some pros and cons lists. Uh, Lauren, for you, I was just wondering, um, and when you were kind of weighing these factors, if, if you were seeking input from lots of people, if you were making those pros and cons lists or any other um, tip, uh, tricks or devices you were using to make that decision. Yeah, so similar to you, I did try to talk to as many people as possible. So for some schools during the interview day, there were students who put together a panel for us and then afterwards they shared their emails or their contact information. So I tried to reach out to some students that way. I did the, you know, DMing people on Instagram route and just tried to ask them some questions like that. Um, so I think talking to current students was really helpful for me just to get a sense of like, how do people feel at the school? Are they happy with their decision? Um, what factors led them to choose the school? So that was really helpful for me. Um, and then as far as pros and cons, I am the Excel spreadsheet type of person. So I did, I literally made a spreadsheet with the schools I was considering. And then I put down factors that were most important to me. So I put like um, faculty student ratio, class size, location, um, grading system, whether it was letters or pass fail and tried to lay it all out that way. Um, and I think that was helpful to an extent. I mean, it helped me feel that I was making a really informed decision, you know, having my numbers and stats laid out in front of me, but ultimately it still is really difficult to make a decision because you can't solely base it off of those things. I think there were some things that I just couldn't put on the spreadsheet, you know, certain feelings that I had towards different schools, whether they were more positive or more negative, you can't really capture that on a spreadsheet. So I think, you know, making these pro cons list is helpful if you want a little more objectivity in your decision, but it's still a really tough decision either way. So I think talking to people helps a lot with that. Before we get any further, I would like to also tell you guys that this episode is brought to you by CrackDAT. So obviously CrackDAT is a great resource that helped me get a great DAT score and has afforded me the ability to pick between a couple of schools to attend for dental school next year. Very grateful for the prep that DAT provided with the endless question banks, the PAT generators, the review videos, all of the resources there, the full length exams were amazing. So I'm very grateful for Crack DAT for helping me get to where I am now. And if you guys want to crack your DAT and end up at the dental school of your choice, I highly recommend checking out crackdat.com and if you use the discount code CHOICES, the discount code CHOICES at crackdat.com, get 10% off your DAT prep package. Um, we're going to have that available to the first 10 people who redeem that code. So if you want to get that discount, crack your DAT in this new year and get to the dental school of your dreams, go to crackdat.com, go to the checkout page and use the coupon code CHOICES.
you know, ultimately came to a decision, obviously. And I was wondering um, when you were deciding didn't, and you picked your school, did you have a chance to actually physically visit that city and that campus, even though obviously with the COVID restrictions, perhaps you couldn't do an in-person tour or perhaps right. somehow you were finally able to find a way to do so. But uh, do you think that's important, um, especially for people deciding this year and who knows how next year will be, but um, how important do you think that aspect is? Right, yeah. So for me, I didn't get the chance to go visit any of my schools in person because of COVID and the fact that I live far enough away from a lot of these schools that I would have needed to fly and I just wasn't able to make that happen. Um, I think if you can make that happen, that's great. And if you think, you know, seeing the city or seeing the campus or seeing the clinic is going to help you make a better decision and you can go out and visit, then I think that's ideal. Um, but for me, I didn't get the chance to do that. Um, but I also didn't feel that it was really going to make or break my decision. I think I was struggling a lot, you know, weighing cost and weighing clinical experience, weighing other things. Um, whereas I didn't think seeing the location was going to help me necessarily make that decision. It wasn't going to give me, you know, clarity um, just by seeing the school. But I think if you're able to, then it's definitely ideal. And of course, in a normal year when you can tour the clinic, talk to the students and just be there in person, I think that really helps you make a better decision when it comes down to it. Right, right. No, I mean, I mean, for me, absolutely. I was lucky enough to be within driving distance of a couple of schools I was considering. So I went with my parents and we kind of just like visited the school, walked around and, and just looked at the neighborhoods around it just to see like, you know, where potentially I could live. But it wasn't anything in depth like that. And so like to say, like, you know, to be honest, I think you're right that didn't really add much. Obviously, if there was more, um, more impactful components, like talking to people or, you know, mm -hmm. being able to go inside things that might be more interesting. Uh, right. It is ultimately a tough decision. And, you know, definitely for people who are not able to experience that firsthand, hopefully things will pick up next year for all you guys. Yes. But uh, for us, and you I, know, yeah, go ahead. Yeah, I will say this year, I think some of the schools are actually really helpful. You know, they understand that in a normal year, we would be able to see their campus and this year they couldn't. So yeah. some schools sent video tours. Um, one of my schools had a fourth year student just go on a Zoom call and just walk through the clinic and walk through um, first year housing and just walk through the city and just sort of give us a sense of what yeah. the school looked like and, and what all of that was like. So I think some schools really did try their best to make you feel as if you were there, or as if you had toured the school without us actually having to come to campus. Um, so my next question would be, you know, you've, you finally you put down your deposit, you've committed to your school. I mean, do you feel that now making that decision, do you have any regrets or are you 100% secure in your decision? I, I don't have regrets. I sort of made up my mind that, you know, wherever I choose, all of these schools are great. All of these schools have pros and cons. So I just really wanted to make a decision and then just commit to that decision and feel good about the fact that I chose. And, you know, I think you can be happy in, in a lot of different places. And, you know, once I chose, I just wanted to feel good about the decision and, and not really look back. So I'm trying not to have any regrets and just know that I made the decision that I thought was best for me with the information that I had at the time that I had to make this decision, which is really difficult, but I think you just have to sort of feel good about that, get excited about, you know, the next four years of dental school. Yeah. I mean, I think for people who are listening to this now who haven't decided yet or are going to decide in future years, I think it's important to know that all the, the dentists I've talked to, they've all said that no matter where you go, 
um, you're going to do well, you're going to be fine, and you're going to graduate a dentist and um, have a successful career. And it's really up to the person and not really the school. Um, so for people who have a couple decisions, or perhaps they didn't get into their top choice and are considering some other schools, um, I think it's important for you guys to know that um, whatever you do, I think it's it's up to you and, and you have the power to make it a positive experience. And I think you have the power to um, really achieve whatever you want to achieve. Um, so this exactly. is definitely, it can be a hard decision um, on the surface and, and when you're first doing it, but I think ultimately, and as you said, you know, we're doing it with limited information. You know, we're not even in dental school yet. We don't know a lot of the things that we perhaps might make us make an informed decision. But at the end of the day, um, we're all going to do roughly the same kind of path and hopefully um, end up on the other side all in the same exactly. industry and, and working together to make people's mouths and teeth and oral health and overall health better. So um, yeah, it's an exciting time, can seem stressful, but I think overall, um, you know, once you make that decision, it's, it's time to celebrate, you know, we work so hard to get here. So exactly. I mean, it's an exciting time. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Um, and finally, the last thing I would just say, uh, last question I would have for you, Lauren, um, if you have any advice um, for people listening, um, when if they're having a hard time choosing, like, is there any final imparting wisdom you'd impart on them? Yeah, I would say my, my advice to someone who's in this situation and is deciding between some programs is just think about what matters most to you, because this really is such a personal decision. You know, what you like and what you seek in a school and what you think is great maybe doesn't work for someone else and isn't what someone else is looking for. I think just taking some time to reflect on, you know, what matters to you in terms of um, location, cost, class size, clinical experience, networking, you know, whatever it is, think about maybe the two, three, four things that matter most to you, and then just try to find the program that matches that best. But it really is a very individual decision and what someone values and what someone else values can be very different. So, you know, it helps to talk to people. It helps to get perspective. Absolutely. But at the end of the day, it's, it's your decision and it's where you'll be spending the next four years. Um, so I think just sort of reflect on what matters to you. All right. Shout out to Lauren for coming onto the podcast again. I appreciate her sharing her insights. Um, hopefully something that one of us have said that has helped you making your decision or has helped you prepare for the cycle next year. So whether you're still waiting for that invite, whether you have a couple you're choosing from or a bunch, whatever the case is, um, we wish you the best of luck. This cycle is just beginning. So hopefully you can find that perfect fit and enter dental school next year with a big smile. And there'll be a lot of work, but we'll come out on the other side as part of this wonderful profession. So best of luck to everybody. And as always, feel free to email me at hi at cracktat.com with any questions. Have a great night and good luck. Bye.